And I was like, yeah, no, you walked in and I smelled fish, but I didn't really want to say anything. Can I wear your napkins? And we have our new intro for this. Yes! Anyways, I guess we should actually get the show on Do we the road. have to? Yeah. So, for those of you who are listening and maybe brand new to this, yes, this is what we really sound like. Yeah, it's weird, I know. Yes. So Opposed to... <laughs> what? Striper. Right. So, uh, after much ado, welcome to episode 23 of Wingman's yes. Garage, about two months after month and a half. Fact. About a month. Uh, two months, month and a half, about the same difference. We're not gonna count. We're not gonna count. Season two is. You're really not gonna short. talk. <laughs> Season two is very short. <laughs> like what? Three episodes so far. Yeah. With this one. Anyway, but uh, welcome back. It's been a while for those of you who have listened. For those of you just joining in, I am Chris, the wingman. This is Tyler, and Daniel, the track rat. And with us is Tina Vita, the Tina, and she doesn't want to speak. She's being a chicken. <sighs> she likes chicken. <laughs> What's anyway, the Rachel is here? The Rachel's here also. <laughs> no, that's no. All right, Casey. Oh God! So anyway. cheesy chicken. <laughs> no, quesadilla. That's what I said. So, well, welcome back. Um, yeah, welcome back, everybody. Uh, yeah, we apologize for the delay. We've missed in you. Episodes. Yes, we have. Uh, just us. Logistically, it's been tough. It's been very hard since now. Everyone seems to be scattered about and moved to different locations. Yes. Some of us no longer work at the same shop. It's okay. No, it's not because. Yeah. Anyway. We'll leave it there. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Onward and upward. That's all it is. But a lot's happened. And a lot hasn't happened. Yeah. Um, we're not going to even bother trying to catch up on the race scenario. No, it's now um, AMA ended this weekend and everything else. So it just, nah. It's too much to catch up on. We'll catch up everything later. We'll do like a separate broadcast and stuff. Exactly. But all I definitely want to say hello to everyone. Yes. Uh, as of today, episode. We have uh, finally achieved a thousand followers. Yay! On thank you so much, guys. Yes, thank you. Uh, tell your friends, have them follow us too, because more follows, the more we are motivated to get together yes. and do this. So, uh, and also, don't forget to also check us out on Facebook, Wingman's Garage. Right? Yes, and YouTube. Yes, because we've got a, a fantastic new YouTube opener, and it's going to be awesome. Yep, and and we you, need to get videos up there so we can use it because yes. it looks fantastic. And if you've been on Daniel our nerded page, out about I, it. we definitely mm-hmm. nerded out. Oh yeah, so did I. Trust me, I was geeking out about that. Yeah. The moment I hit save. hit play, yeah. Did we mention it's fantastic? It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, well, what's new? Let's see. Uh, I bought a house. Yes. Well, Tina and I bought a house. Tina and Daniel are homeowners. Owners. Old owners. Home. Homeowners. Home. That's why it's taken us a while. Be just the sheer fact that you didn't tell me you had a basement. I don't and have a basement. I got a garage and a big rec room. Uh-huh. <laughs> and... <coughs> Choking on Rachel's it. Having a nose <laughs> Choking on it. Anyway, um, that is pretty much what it feels like when yeah. it like all comes out. It's like the most relieving thing ever. Oh my god! <laughs> she went there. And this is exactly Woo! what I just. 
Where just we, keep it rolling, and she's digging the hole herself. I ain't got to do nothing. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, we bought a house. So I one made, of these days, I reached six hundred on my odometer on the bike. Yeah, Tina passed six hundred miles on the bike. Six hundred miles. Yep. About five hundred and forty of it. No, five hundred and sixty of it's yours. I got twenty or thirty just from riding it to. I want you to know that you made me really sad with you reminding me about I'm that. I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't remind you. You can edit that. You'll pay for it later. Yeah, I know. I can do that later. Uh, of course, we also added a new bike to the fleet. Got rid of one. Yes, you process. did. Got rid of the. Queen Suzuki Gladius and replace it with another Suzuki, a big old bright blue Hayabusa. Oh, God. As much as Daniel despises uh, that choice. Why? It feels so good why? to have another one. Can we call it Blue Boo? I'm a cut. No. No. <laughs> Just no. No. Why? But why did you do that? That sounds really dirty. Because it's a perfect commuting bike. No, it's not. When you're traveling a GSX miles, a GSX GSXS 1000. Is Words. the perfect computer bike. Computer bike. Not on when most not, of it's interstate. <laughs> not if you want people to. Not when most of it's interstate. I ride further. Further. I rode a, the same amount till three weeks ago, a month ago. No. No. What? I was perfect bike for. That being said, I've ridden ridden it twice since we've gotten it because the Queen has officially adopted it and claimed it. Again, it's one of those things where it's not. That she got rid of one bike and she got another one. And since he, her and Chris have gotten married, she ha- technically owns everything. She just lets Chris see it on occasion. <laughs> well, of course he has she partial custody. Yeah, she, heck, I'm almost too short for 13. <laughs> you put that new link in there and I'm like, how the, I'm trying to get it out of my grandparents' driveway. I'm like, how in the hell am I supposed to get on this damn thing? <laughs> I'm confused. Are we talking about a bike or a living wild? We're talking about the, the hyper. We're talking about Olivia Wilde. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No. Okay Not so much. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a little. Uh, we'll see. But yeah, so we do have 13, uh, the uh, Hayabusa. Yep. But it also means that I've gained her 600 for CVR. And you know what you get to do with it. Oh, yes. I you get know to what you're doing it. with it. Of course, I might get home and I might get completely <laughs> schooled in this, but... Yes, I would love to take it. You are, the there's no, I would love to. It's going to happen. It, it will. It will it happen. Will. Fact, we, I was talking to her about that. The next time you're up there, we need to go. And I've, we've talked about I've it. I've already told you when I'm up there again. Yep. So, so bring, yeah. you won't, it's a private event. You won't, you can come hang out. Yep. Come but check it out. We really need to take her out. Oh, it. For real. Well, we need to get, there's well, a lot of stuff we got to get through first before we do anything like that. But anyway. Um, um, what about you, Tyler? What's new? Everything and nothing. Tyler doesn't have any hair anymore. I don't. Yep. It's he looks gone. like a normal yep. person. It's freaking me out. It's still very hedgehoggy. It still freaks me out. I don't know if spiky. I, I don't like it right it's now. Spiky. It doesn't look like Tyler anymore. Spiky. It makes look. him not look so bad. Ouch. You get a napkin still? Probably. <laughs> no, he, what is you for your no, he needs some freaking like. What is it? The cortisone ten or whatever for the burn? That's terrible. <laughs> it's, it's hot. I'm gonna put some of this ice out of my cup on that. It's, it's a beer to put the flames out. Um, the Tyler is no longer in the motorcycle industry as far nope. as working goes. Um, well, he isn't. He isn't. Yeah. He's no longer working at a dealership. Then again, the old analogy. Once you leave, you never really leave. Well, working at a motorcycle dealership is uh, like saying you work in the film industry. Yeah. When you work at Blockbuster. Yeah. Pretty this much. Is true. Pretty much. Or on a red box. <laughs> well, Since there is no blockbuster. Anymore. Actually, there is one left. 
apparently. Where? At some goofy podunk town that nobody wants to podunk go to. Town. Somebody probably uh, kept the kept the name on the building. And yeah, right. There's a bunch of red boxes inside. <laughs> yeah, pretty, you just walk around as different red box machines. It's an arcade machine. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I went on vacation. Spent my vacation sick. You know, everybody wants to do that. Staycation. Yeah. Um, but he didn't stay. No. He left. I left. I didn't leave the state when I left. I so thought that went his hair. Oh, that would have been great. Woohoo! Anyway. Uh, <coughs> yeah, I changed jobs, got a new job. I am now a dirty used car salesman. You are a dirty used car salesman. You liar. You're about you this lie. much better than a lawyer. We're an honest dealership, I swear. Just a little bit. <clears throat> What's the Ron White thing? If the whole world is on this mic stand, that right there is a floppy punk of whale shit. That's you, right below it. <laughs> anyway. Well, very cool. But, but yeah, well, that's pretty much it. Just um, glad to see you again, because we haven't seen you in forever. Yeah, we haven't seen anybody in forever. Um, let's get into some things that have happened, transpired, yeah. while we won't really talk about racing, because honestly, I don't know. Nobody really... Keeps up. I can't keep up with it. Just as busy as we No, did. that's what the MotoGP guys are for. Yeah, well, that's for MotoGP. Yeah. Anyway, when we'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, Ducati won. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. At a track. Anyway, Shh. I'm not getting into that. At a track that was made for Ducati. Yeah. Shh. Anyway, doesn't matter. Okay, now that okay, since you brought it up, <laughs> do you understand who bankrolls Ducati still? I'm just going to let you roll with this. Philip Morris. Marlboro still runs that, still puts the money into that team. Mm -hmm. You know who else they sponsor? Still. Ferrari. Mm -hmm. So Ferrari still, they are still bankrolling both of this, and they haven't had a win in MotoGP since when? 2010 now? Yeah. So yeah, since Casey left, they hadn't had a win. So if they want to keep, if Dorna wants to keep Ducati and the Marlboro money flowing, to help fund that team and the sponsorships and everything else, they got to give them something. Mm-hmm. So uh, they go to Austria, which is designed for a Ducati, which is <laughs> really slow turns and really long straightaways. Which, hey, guess what? If they put handlebars on the thing, it'd be a flat track bike. Is what that <laughs> what that bike is? Hey, I re- there we go. They got them a win. I'm happy for them. Good for Yanoni. Maverick, my team. Fought, well, Suzuki won. Maverick Vignali's got to win at Silverstone, and Danny won this past weekend, so all is right with the world. And I will, although I still don't understand how Lorenzo has the ability to inject himself into any conversation and be a bitch. I don't. (laughs) Did anyone else, did either one of you two see the pass that he's whining about? No. This is the easiest block, like, this wasn't even a hard pass. This was something that you put, you could put on a, put somebody on a track day with. And he's throwing a fit because if I didn't stand up, we would have hit. Get over yourself. It's racing. Yeah. And it's like, last time I checked, this is racing. Like, in the middle of the press conference, it's like, you can find it online, on YouTube. Rossi says that, says what he has to say. Lorenzo fires back, and it's different. And this, is, this, could, this was so dangerous, this, that, and the other thing. And they start jawing back and forth about passes that Lorenzo has put on somebody. <clears throat> Rossi starts laughing. Lorenzo says this isn't funny or something like that. Rossi and the entire press corps starts laughing. So the entirety of the room, minus Danny Pedrosa, is laughing at Lorenzo in the middle of the press conference. It's 
utterly fantastic. It's the funniest thing I've seen in a press conference, minus Rossi and Biagi get in a fight in the stairwell. <laughs> so, oh, wow, I forgot about that. Yeah, you forgot about that, didn't you? Remember why? I forgot about that. You remember why they got in a fight? No. Because Biagi tried to run, ran him off the track on the outside of the last corner at Suzuka. He stood up, put his elbow out, and ran Rossi off in the grass. First lap. And huh. coming to click in the fifth on a 500. So it's like you, you see all these guys that are whining and complaining, oh, it's a hard pass, this, that, and the other thing. You guys would last two seconds. Early 2000s, when the 990s first showed up with Caparossi and Biaggi and Jibbernow and all those guys, you'd last 10 minutes. Right. You guys wouldn't know what to do with yourself. They don't oh. even talk about World Superbike back in the 90s. Put all of them on the old 500s? Oh, well, see, the thing about the 500s is, yeah, the top, like Marquez and Rossi and the, the, the aliens would still be up there. Right. The top five, the fast, the fast guys would still be there, but the high sides would be fantastic. Right. Oh, they'd be wonderful. Just to see Lorenzo flying through the air again would be fun to me. <laughs> I've lost all respect for him. Anyway, no more racing. Um, let me see. We got a ride coming up. Yes, we do have a ride. We coming have a ride up. coming up. Second uh, of October. Yes, second of October. It's what? How long is that ride? About an hour and a half, two hours. Uh, it's going to be an all-day thing. Oh, it's all day. Oh, well, yeah. you, but actual. The second or the third? Third. Third. Second or third? That weekend. It's, it's that Sunday. Sunday. Yes. It's um, because Bell Buckle is kind of a trek. Which isn't too bad, but it's all back roads, I'm assuming. You wouldn't put us on the interstate, would you? Um, there will be a little bit just getting to the That's roads. But That's cool. That'll be fun. So everybody watch out for pictures and stuff like that. And if you're in the Nashville area, drop us an email, drop us a line, and if you guys want to show up, we don't want to make this a massive ride. We don't have like we don't want to have like 150 people, but, you know, we can add a couple more if we need to. God. Rachel and her nose fetish. I don't get it. <laughs> I just like noses. Are you on Pornhub right now looking at noses? Is that what it is? Okay. <laughs> anyway. Wake up! I'm gonna wait. Whatever. Continue about your ride. Oh, yeah. But yes, we do have the ride. It's actually the third annual Bell Buckle Fall Ride. Yeah. Um... Really nothing super special behind it except for the fact that three years ago a group of friends got together. Actually at the time most of us were all co-workers. Yeah. And we went through this wonderful ride through the countryside, this small town called Bell Buckle, Tennessee. I have a customer out there actually. And uh, Yeah, we've done it last year and definitely gonna do it again uh. this year. Relaxed ride, but lots of fun. Lots of fun. Um, you didn't make it last year. I haven't made. It. I haven't been to any of them. Yeah, so hopefully we'll see you this I'll year. Because I know we'll one. see the Tina there. Yeah, Tina will yep, be there. Yeah, the Tina will be riding her bike. That's where we found Betty Bolt. Mm-hmm. That wasn't even ours. Yes. Betty Bolt cleaned up too. Yeah, of course. <laughs> last year. Can we take a picture with your dog? Last year was kind of funny. Uh, the local police force. I love law enforcement officers. By the way, just saying this now. Made it too easy. You know, we came in during their annual festival, fall festival. Sure. So, uh, Bell Buckle police were out and directing traffic, and of the three police cars that were there, each one of them had a box of donuts laying over Oh, on God. Top of it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. It was, oh. yeah, it, it was just so good. It's about like that time when I was at Boswell's and all the uh, cop bikes rolled in for the cafe, and Woody took a picture and said, oh, it said free donuts, and there's 15 cop bikes <laughs> just right out front. 
You just can't pass that opportunity no, up. No, it was one of those things where Woody was nervous, and I'm like, don't you dare be nervous. Again, That's nothing funny. but respect for yeah, the long Yeah, absolutely. But you have to have a sense of humor when, you you're, do. when you're around us. Exactly. So You have to have a sense like, of humor to do what you do. Yeah. That picture that was floating around on my back of a um, cop car pulling over like a Dunkin' Donuts truck. Yep. When the officer next to it, and the caption said, uh, that'll be uh, $250 or 12 dozen. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. But, uh, yeah, looking forward to that ride. There's actually been a, quite a few rides in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, benefit ride for uh, an injured rider. Yeah, Amberly. Yeah, Amberly. So How'd that, that ride go? Fun. I didn't get a chance to go just because we were moving. How'd that I'm go? Sure part of that. No, I, I was... I was nah, you I was were there. I was working. Uh, is that the one that had... Or I wasn't working. I was moving. Two crashes? Or a crash and uh, a breakdown? Or? Yeah, it was a breakdown. Apparently, uh, someone just had their uh, GSX-R1000 engine rebuilt and it crapped out on it so they didn't have it rebuilt properly because the gsxr 1000 motor shouldn't die they shouldn't um now the shop that did it i'm, I'm not going to take talk bad about it sure, anyway no. because the people that do it we know are yeah. very competent um and i know in the end he took care of the entire okay, issue cool. yeah uh, the other one was a mechanic or electrical failure on a hayabusa <laughs> that was laughing? getified and I can't oh, argue with that <laughs> yeah. and then there was uh, someone else's uh, slip on slipped off how do you do that what kind of wait wait time out I don't huh? remember exactly what the bike was but I know it was burnt orange and it's a uh, Suzuki more than likely and not only did it come off once but I also ran into this particular rider later in the evening he was on the side of the road looking for a slip on again oh my god so if you're going to go on these rides kind of one of those awesome. things you want to check over your bikes every time you get on them but if in in the instance that this happens it's a really good story for us yeah and you're going to get made fun of yes. sorry just because my, my guess is um or my advice and i'm making assumptions here would be lesson learned from this is don't put fence posts on your bike for slip-ons i like that <laughs> Yeah, fish. <laughs> Remember that dude? I haven't seen him in years. That was the guy that we put uh, uh, cowboy butts drive me nuts on the back of his bike. He didn't know for about a month and a half. Oh, dude, that's awesome. Oh, well, no, the funniest, the best part is this guy was every bit of 400 pounds and my height. And the bike was straight piped all the time and just all loud for no reason. Right. And just. It needed he needed a boost. He was the only back pressure. He had the weight. Well, who's um? I don't remember if I just saw him at bike night or if he actually ended up joining the family. But um, there was Tiny? a bigger there was a bigger guy, and he had like was a cruiser, like a GS two fifty or something. Would you like us to? No, I know the guy you're talking about. He never joined. He, he hung out with us. He finally he ended up buying a boost. Yeah. Right, when I met him, I met him when I lived in Murfreesboro. I know the guy you're talking the, about. The yeah, gas yeah. station down there. He didn't join up with us. Um, but yeah, I remember <clears> I saw him. He come in the shop one day, and he's like, "Man, I finally got one." But yeah, no, he ended up on an SV, uh, carbureted SV650 for a while. Wow! And then Actually, he got that Busa. I think that's what he was riding. Yeah, right he was on. He was on an old carb SV. That poor motorcycle. But anyway, I know who you're talking about. He went down with us to Mule Day, and I got a big one of those big turkey legs, and I'm not the guy that'll eat a whole lot. Like I just, I got it. I was just munching on it. And I was done with it. I still got three-fourths of the thing left. And I'm like, here. He had that thing picked clean in like three minutes. It looked like a pack. It looked like a 
six eight six foot eight piranha. Yeah, looked like he just stuck the bone in and sucked it off and was done. It's a meat sickle. Yeah, <laughs> I am a meat popsicle. <laughs> Name that movie. You'll get a thumbs Death up. If you... Damn it, Chris! No, that was for listeners. I'm gonna punch you in the face. You had that long to, to answer. Chicken is good. Chicken, <laughs> whatever. Yes. One of the greatest movies. Anyway, but uh, bada boom. That's a different podcast. That is a different, uh, very different podcast. Um, uh, let me see what else is new in the world of motorcycling. Of course, by now everyone's heard about the uh, EPA finding Harley Davidson. Well, they did that. They they popped Suzuki for it a couple of years ago too. Yep. What um, you not hear about that? No. They popped Harley for building race tuners. Right, putting the race tuners and the stage kits on the bike pre-sale. So if Harley would have done this properly, they'd done this right, to do this, to purchase this bike and you want this kit, we have to have paperwork done first and then we'll put it on there. Yep. We can't have it sitting on the showroom floor. That's the way you do that. That way after you sell it and you put that on there, it's on the owner, not yep. the manufacturer. Yep. So it's a dealer screw up. It's a Harley. The EPA is coming for motorcycles only because because the Misfits actually touched on this yep. the last week. Yeah, they did. Ago. Because and there's no one that can stop them. Yeah, there's no one that can stop them. The AMA, as much as they appreciate the AMA, it's such a discordant, just jumbled mess of people that it's... And the way that they, I stopped dealing with them when a lot of the... Oh, the tone changed from it being about motorcycles to anti particular establishment right and it was very vitriolic and everything else fine if that's your opinion that's but that doesn't represent me so I'm done right so it just got to that point where I was like I'm done with you guys and they started listening to the ABATE which is probably one of the dumber people I've ever dealt with and yeah no I'm done with the AMA now the only thing I've I've literally the only thing I've seen lately I say lately, but in the last few years out of the AMA that I, I did like that they were doing was they did throw a lot of lawyers out there that helped keep us from losing a lot of off-road riding land. Yeah. Though we've still lost millions and millions of acres, and it's just like... And that was that was due to... And again, with that, I don't want to lose the lands that you guys, that we all have the opportunity to ride on. And we, have, we all have to be good custodians of what we have because it's the only one we've got. And that's fine. We need to do that. But I'm one of those guys that's dead in the middle on that one. Right. Like, it's I want places to ride, but I don't want to destroy what we've got. So right. that's me. You know, and that's the double-edged sword for the AMA. Yeah. One, they are kind of really the only people really standing up for Yeah. Us. And that's the bad thing because they're not. Because they they're the only people yeah. standing up for us. Yeah. That's another reason I'm so for two-stroke off-road bikes, which sounds. No. Like yeah. a conundrum if you if you don't understand how that you can make a two stroke clean, but yeah. because your first thought is okay, well the EPA is going after two strokes because they're messy. Um, but I mean, a lot of what's killed a lot of our off road riding land is these big, crazy, loud four strokes. Because yeah. while the two stroke at your ear revving out, I mean they're both crazy loud, but it's going to ping out more, and it may seem a little bit annoying standing right behind it. But the thing is, if you watch a two-stroke ride down a football field, when it gets to the other end and turns around, you about can't hear it until yeah. it gets almost back up on you. Whereas the four-stroke, you can be in the next county's football See, field and you the hear thing the about thing. The, the thing about a four-stroke is they can, 
you can control emissions a lot easier on a four-stroke mm -hmm. because it's, because it is straight gas. There is no mixture to be done and everything else. That's the only reason why they're doing that. Why they push that because you can control it more. Um, and it's it means you have to bring the bike in for service. Yeah. The two strokes are easy, right? <laughs> okay, that's why it's it. It go every again. Everything that we enjoy and everything, every decision that's made is all down to who's foot in the bill. Yep. It's not about let's make this better for riders and everything. No, it's how much money is there to be made. Ultimately, it is still a business. Yep. While it's a business, a lot of us just simply take pleasure in. It is still a business. Yep. Uh, again, something else that another guest on another show was talking about. Uh, trying to build a new brand is yeah. really difficult. Yeah. So, you know, for most of us who don't understand the business aspect, it, we have the ideas, we have the passion. Sometimes we've got the skills to actually build these things and the funding. Yep. But then when you start getting your backing, your financial backers, your mm -hmm. everyone Four cylinder to, uh, and a get everything running, once you've got X amount of people backing you, now all of a sudden you've got to take into consideration yeah. what they want. Yeah, you have to... Most of the time it moves away from what your vision is because now you've got 10, 12, 40 other people, thousands of other people telling you what they want. That's why my favorite builder and my favorite motorcycle right now is the Bulldor from Walt Siegel. Because you take him, an F3 MV triple, could be an 800, could be a Brutal, could be a Revolve, could be a 675, it doesn't matter. You take it to him, he builds a a endurance looking bike that's road legal and everything else and you get and gives it back to you and it's a Walt Siegel it's not an MV anymore that's why and he builds custom frame Ducati stuff so he is my favorite builder right now I don't but he's also not trying to become a major brand no he doesn't have to be yeah, now, is he is he a custom builder or is he a manufacturer more custom builder but it's got his name on the tank the reason I ask is because if I had to pick a manufacturer that is probably one of my favorites right now because they do exactly what they want to do is the KRGT. Um, it's Arch Archmoto. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Keanu um, Reeves bike? Yeah. So you've got Keanu Reeves and I can't think of the other guy's name right now. One of his riding buddies. Um, that basically builds the bike. Keanu pretty much designed the bike along with him. But um, they, you know, they're, they're working into production. But you got Keanu Reeves who's a billionaire. He's a diehard motorcycle guy. And, yeah, absolutely. Like, I remember reading an article about him um, way back when that he actually almost died because he used to go up into the canyons yep. and do suicide rides, yep. which most people are probably familiar with out there listening to us. But if not, basically you go into a canyon on a moonlight road and you turn all your lights off and you got to make it to the top or the other end, depending on which way you're going. But um, And he had an accident and pretty much all but went off the side of a cliff oh, yeah. and uh, just about died. And... Um, I mean, but yeah, diehard motorcycle guy, and he's got all the money there to fund, and he's one of those guys that doesn't have to deal with that issue. They, they picked a bike. They said, we want to build this. We want to make a brand. Here's what we're going to sell. Here's how we're going to build it, and they did it yep. because they don't have anybody to answer to. The guys supplying the money are the guys building the bike. But, yeah, it's hard. I mean, like you said, you, you get anybody to back you, and all of a sudden they're going, well, I don't like that rear fender, and if you don't change it, well, then... Well, that, like you get to that point, it's yeah. there, but then you have, if people are giving you money, they're expecting a return on their money. Right. Yeah. So you have to, you now have to build it to a price. Exactly. Of course, that being said, all of their bikes are what, 60, 70, 65 to get the door. 
Oh. Walt is probably 25. Right. You send him a downer bike, but he makes the frames and all that stuff for the Ducati. But on the other one, he changes everything on the MV. Well, but, if I ever get rich enough to justify that kind of money on a bike, I will buy a KRGT. Oh, yeah. I'm all in on Arch. Oh, yeah. That or a Lightning. I'm in on a Lightning, too. Those I things def- are cool. I definitely That's a cool bike. In a lightning. That's a cool bike. Yeah. 200 and... 240-something horsepower, 200 yeah. pound-feet of torque. Yeah. yeah. I'm then, all about that bike. Yeah. That is, that is cool. Ultimately, it's like an RX-7. Ultimately, is the future, but not for a while. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm all in on a Lightning. Yeah. And again, that's something, at least for now. The Rachel is lost. She can't find her car. Um, that being said, it's only a matter of time before that is actually what people will be riding. Yeah. You know... And it's like cars. I'm a huge car guy. Um, and a lot of guys hate the electric stuff. But there's no denying that... I mean, I'd love to drive a Tesla Roadster. Eh, you don't. You want to drive and, the Model S. You don't want to drive the Tesla Roadster. It's too heavy and it's based off of a lease. But anyway. We'll see, but my thoughts are like, the leases are crazy. We'll see, but the, the problem... Okay, the, we're going to wear off on a car tangent for a second. <laughs> the issue is it added like 750 pounds to an Elise, and that just ruined it. But trust me, you want I you want to drive the Model S. I'm just imagining, a, like, as much as we love the sound of yeah. your octane-fed engines and everything, and <clears throat> we're always going to, there is going to be a point where electric is going to... I mean, it already kind of is in terms of power, yeah. but in terms of power and price and everything... Eventually, electric is going to take over. You know, we're going to everybody's going to be racing electric cars. Dude, electric um, bikes—they make Tie Fighter sounds. They make spaceship sounds. Yeah, I lo- especially like, with the helical gear. Oh, and like the—if you watch Charge, I think Charge is still on Netflix. You sit there and listen to that motorcycle bike come past. It sounds like something from Star Wars. It's a, and it's just yeah, just gone. And it's like you can't. It's it's electric is the wave of the future. Just whenever the batteries decide to come down in price. And, and it's the batteries are down in prices just trickled into consumers and everything else, where the the second party builders can get them cheaper. So it gets to the third person who is actually buying the bike. Yeah. Once it gets down to that price on that, then everything's rocking and rolling. So then we'll be able to see electric bikes for. Makes you wonder what the next set of like mods are going to be. <laughs> well, Stronger batteries. All and, depends on how well you can code. Yeah. Or how, what kind of uh, copper you can run in the motor right. how tightly you can wind the motor or what's going to replace yeah. the embarrassed phosphate yeah, yeah. so I was just saying it's going to be interesting because your days of I'm going to put a slip on on my bike I'm going to put a power commander bike you know it's like what's going to take those those small little mods that you do for your individuality you know when you don't have the money to spend 10 grand on the next powerful battery or well they'll be well the batteries will be or motor or the wings. motors and batteries will be plug and play and it'll be cheap yeah. that's all you need shut up no, not winglets. <laughs> not winglets. Hey, it worked for Ducati. No, nah, it worked. No, it didn't. It worked so well for everybody that they're banning them for next year. Right. Bacon slicers. Oh, God. But, yeah. I mean, it's, it'll be interesting to see. Obviously, it's not going to happen anywhere. It's anywhere. five to ten years away because the infrastructure has to get stronger. Spanish bacon. Sp- what? They said bacon slicers. Spanish bacon. Shut up, Tyler. It's supposed to be a, <laughs> a Lorenzo joke. Oh. Uh, no, Spanish? No. Womp, womp, womp. Not funny. I was yeah. trying to figure out a way to twist that, but it didn't work. Oh, boy. Your country came out on that one. Yeah, I know. Trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. 
shit. But, uh, let me see. So we talked about that. The EPA, talked about electric bikes. Um, um, Guy Martin's finally making the run. Is he? He's doing this week. He's making a run at the uh, land speed record. He's going for 400 miles an hour. Nice. Holy um, he was He's already on the fastest triumph. He did 274.1. Wow. And it's a streamliner. And he's like, and it's there's plenty more because they're running two turboed rocket three motors. So... As if those things weren't stupid oh, fast I know. enough as it is. There's a video that when the Rocket 3 first came out, it's almost like a Monty Python bit. What's about the development of that bike. And when their test rider over in Bruntingthorpe or wherever they did the testing, this guy's at 12 o'clock locked in doing on the runway at like 50. I've seen it. It's insane. Yeah. That bike is so cool. If I was looking for a power cruiser and I couldn't find a VMAX that I liked, I'd be getting a Rocket 3. Or the album. Rocket 3 is just cooler. Rocket 3 is a little more old school in its style. Again, Rocket Triumph looks like the guy that just left the ring. Ducati looks like the guy sitting in the front row in the Italian suit. Right. I just, I remember waxing that guy that was on that Screaming Eagle V-Rod on that Rocket 3 one weekend. And it, was, it doesn't uh, take a whole lot to wax a V-Rod. Yeah, you're right. Unless that it's thing a is heavily breathed. If it's a destroyer, then you're then you're going to have problems. But that's not street legal. Right. That's a full-on drag bike. But Rocket 3s are fun. I like Rocket 3s a lot. A little heavy, a little big, but... Well, I mean, it's a, it's a, a, a touch lighter than a gold bike. Says the... Uh, Says the, the guy with a Busa, yeah. But, <laughs> Which I sadly think, got lowered, but... Uh, well, she's not, not the tallest thing in the world. It actually does handle fairly well lowered relatively. Yeah. This doesn't handle as well as my, my first one did when I had it raised Yeah, up. you jacked it up. Did you drop the front end, too? Actually, I was going to. I already have the spacers, but... Well, I, mean, I need to drop the force through my... All it took was an inch and a half to lower it. I was good. There would be no ground clearance at all if I dropped no. the front, too. Although, I remember Timmy Brewer built a show bike with air ride front and rear and put a hard plate in the belly pan. Uh, and just pull up and drop it, and it just goes straight down. No kickstand, nothing. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. He came past me on that bike and switched the SV off one, one day. I was on my way home for lunch, and I was working at Castle. I heard him coming. I turned around. He reached up. Sl- we're going out Gallatin Road, 45 miles an hour. Reaches over, sna- slaps it off, and I turned it back on real quick. I was like, ah, He's like, ah, damn it. <laughs> Nash and I do that a lot when we ride. Don't get me started with Nash. <laughs> when did you ride with him? You ever ridden with, with us? We rode well, no, the best one. I rode with him to work the other day. Well, that didn't count. My the best bike one. almost didn't want to go. Yeah. Nash, steal your battery again? Put his in there? No, it's just my bike gets sat. I'm not going to say how long it sat. Um, <clears throat> Mine sat for a while. So the battery was low, and it actually, it. I started it once and then kicked my kickstand down and then realized that my lovely neutral switch was not working. Um, kind of like my speed sensor. So I'm telling you, you guys want me to be on these things? Uh-huh. I can't deal with electrical problems and little speed sensors. No, I want no part of niggly stuff. I don't want to sit there and say, "Okay, this is okay." I got to fix this wire now. I want no part of that. I want to get on it and ride. I don't care. The only complaint I can say about mine is, if the bike sits for a long time, when you go to fire it up, the neutral switch initially, the light won't come on when you're in neutral. There's an easy fix for that. Basically. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah basically I couldn't warm it up so I flipped the kickstand and I went back in finished doing whatever I needed to do get ready come out so I jumped back on it and the battery would not turn the engine over 
that's when you start pushing. So you dump the clutch in second. Yeah, I've I was gonna roll down and start it out at the bottom of the driveway, and boom, I got lucky. I turned it off and on a couple times and just crossed my fingers, and it f- happened to fire up. Um, and then it took it. The neutral light started working. We rode all the way to work, and then all the way back home, and it started working at like at the stop sign before the house. Right before we got back to the house. Well, if I can bump start a VMAX, I guarantee you, you can bump start that right. bike. And oh, you, you can. Know, I was gonna say, while I do appreciate the one touch starter and it fires right up, it's about a step removed from Triumphs. Uh, you wait for everything to boot up before you can even hit the starter. Oh yeah, on the six seventy five. Yeah. Well, that wasn't the best example of a six seventy five though. Eh, no, but even then, there is something to be said about the Japanese bikes where you turn it on, you hit the starter button until it fires. Or German, go. or German. That yeah. thing. Well, Set oh, yeah. for a while too, so because I mean, the new Ducatis have that you flip the switch up yep. and it's kind of like the Yamahas and it uncovers the button yep. and then you hit it and they're they're one start one touch like yours are. What bike was the first bike in Ducati's range to do that? Probably a triple nine or a no multi strong. Really, the Oval. I can see. It. I'm older. To flip the button up or flip the, button the one up start to get the starter button. I, I Not have a super you, sport. I can tell you exactly what bike it was because when I first saw it, like I have to have that. I still don't have it. 748. Nope. Not that, that, that was... Is it a 916 chassis? Nope. It's newer. Is it a sport bike? Is it 1000DS? No. Or is it a GTS, one of the nope. sport classes? A triple nine then? Nope. 749? Nope. I've named almost all of them. S4RS? No. What? Street Fighter. 1098 Street Fighter. Oh, fuck. The one, the bike that everybody should have bought that they didn't. Yeah, that was the first year they did that. I remember seeing that and seeing in the same yeah few pages two articles between that and the 2008 Z1000. And shortly after that was also pictures of Bautista dragging his knee, backing it in with his thumb in the That's air. That's house, not Bautista. That's house. With the thumbs in the air on a hypermotor. He did that picture again on Ruben's house. Yes, it was Ruben's house. But anyway, what were you saying? Aren't they bringing the Street Fighter back? No. Not we yet. We all win. Not yet. I thought I read somewhere they, that they were. They still got to bring that Super Sport out. I think that... <laughs> oh, Fox Fighter, slow down. Running on, on fumes? Huh? No, I was going to say like two cylinders. No, that's a diesel. It's a diesel. Yeah, that or it's got a Shadow 750 engine in it. Diesel. <laughs> that's definitely diesel. Yeah, Tina looks like she's going to sleep. It's nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. she's going to sleep because orange is, orange is the new black is not on. Uh, I know. I'm trying to finish that the last season so you don't get bothered with it anymore. Don't judge me. <laughs> and then you need to finish Stranger Things. That's the next thing. I need to finish one thing so I can continue on to the next one. We officially finished... The last season of <coughs> Law and Order SVU and the last season of Criminal Minds on Netflix. We have apparently switched genres tonight. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> I, I I like watching Lie to Me. Uh, oh, no, no, no. I think that there was only one Tim or two Rothen seasons it, on there, and other than that, I was waiting for the next season. Nope, nothing. I'm waiting on the Makes new Sherlock, sad. and I'm waiting on the Isle of Man to come out on iTunes. That's what I'm waiting on. I just want to watch Civil War. That's all. <laughs> you still I haven't seen watched it. the Limitless TV I show. I have it. I just haven't watched it yet. I haven't seen it either. Yeah. I 
have it. But uh, anyway, I think on that note, what we'll do is I think we're actually going to cut it to an end here. Yeah, because we're right about time. Yeah, uh, we're kind of rambling about different things, but we'll be back next week with more, be- with better information because yes. we'll be much better prepared. Yes. Tina so. can go take a nap now. Yeah, Tina can go to bed now. <laughs> well, in like 30 minutes, when I'm home. So. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways, thanks for listening to episode 23. I yes. Think we're going to title this, What the Hell? Or <laughs> Nap Time. Nap Time, or I Need Napkins. <laughs> yes. Whatever. It smells like fish. <laughs> so, on that note, thanks for listening to Wingman's Garage. Thank Check you so us much. out on all the social media Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, also, tell your friends. You can listen to us on iTunes, Shout Engine, and now Google Play. Google Play. So there's no reason why you can't find us. Spread the word. Spread the word. So. Bird, bird, bird. Bird, bird, bird. Bird, 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 bird. Oh, new, God. That should be our new uh, outro song. No. No? Okay. No, Wingman saying goodnight. You should. This is Tyler saying snoochie boochies. Daniel saying, I'm not the shrimp. And Tina Vita saying, not have it now. Yeah. We'll see you next week. See y'all. Thank you for listening to Wingman's Garage. For business inquiries, email us at podcasts at wingmansgarage.net.